Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Uh, so, if you know anything about this podcast, <laughs> you know that we have a weirdly... Fascination? Vested interest in Lou Pearlman. We Uh, we have done many an episode about him, including um, trying to uh, summon his ghost Mm -hmm. via seance. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, clearly we have some issues. Um, I love him and I I have a lovely... But definitely, definitely go back and check out all of those things. I love and hate him. If you haven't done so yet. If you're watching this on YouTube, we're going to link all of our Lou episodes there so you can check them out. So we have Lou Perlman Seance. We have one just about Lou in general. We have um, the Boy Con. Boy Band Con. We talked about that uh, documentary that Lance Bass produced. Uh, So there's a a whole bunch of Lou content that we have Mm -hmm. going on there. So look at it in the description oh my god yeah. anyways thank you um sorry before we get on to this there's just a couple of boy band uh things that happened this week mm, announcements. um so the hansen tickets are now on uh sale so if anyone's looking for a tour they're doing summer spring summer fall kind of so they have a whole bunch of things and check that out and surprisingly uh new parent alert so uh, oh. Nick Jonas and his wife, Bianca, had a baby via surrogate. Mm-hmm. As of this time, we don't know the gender or the name, correct? Yeah. Yes. So they just announced on People Magazine that more information will be coming. But uh, they had a baby. So now all the Jonas Brothers have children. Ah, uh, so there's that. That's very nice. Um, there's been a few more. Uh, Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys has a few more conventions that he has signed up to do. Uh, so he has one in Connecticut, I believe, um, Atlanta, and then there's one in Florida as well. So Florida, seems, you say? Uh, yes, uh, it's far from our condo. No, oh, damn it's it! It's like okay. an eight-hour drive from where. Uh, ah, but anyways, okay. Lots of fun things. Lots. So it kind of sounds like 2022, although so far sucky, seems to be on the up and up, and there's things to look forward to. So hmm. we're good. So, uh, so now we're gonna talk. Sorry, did anybody else have any other announcements or? No. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you can even just show the YouTube page, Lydia. I can. So, uh, we found out yesterday that one of um, uh, a great vlogger, uh, Kendall Ray, is actually doing. You uh, found this out yesterday? No, a few days ago. I don't even. (laughs) Somebody sent this. Diane, did you send this? Correct. Yes. Okay. So it is called. uh, So Kendall Ray. So it's K E N D A L L R A E. Uh, so she has 3.11 million subscribers on YouTube. Nice. Uh, I'll, I have a little brief uh, thing about her. So the, the video we're going to talk about is called How Music Industry Snake Lou Pearlman Conned InSync and the Backstreet Boys. So let me just, uh, so I tried to like Google, like, you know how I always like to Wikipedia. Yes. Uh, this one is actually called Wikitubia. Nice. So I guess it's for YouTube. Interesting. Uh, oh, that's cute. So uh, just like a quick thing about her. So, um, and if you want to look her up, um, so it's obviously it's Kendall Ray. And then on Twitter, it's Kendall Ray, O-N-Y-T. So I'm right here. Yeah. So she has lots of, she can check it out here. So there's lots of stuff. 
Um, so she started vlogging uh, August 1st, 2012. So she's been doing this for a while. Um, she is 28 years old. She was born in 1993. So like when she said oh. that during the episode, I was like, oh my God, she's so much younger than us, but whatever. Um, I know. Original uh, channel was called Kendall's Place. It was popular. So she's a popular YouTuber. Uh, she created her main channel under the name Kendall's Place August 2012 before changing it to Kendall Ray. She uploads videos on various content like free thinking, true crime, unsolved yes, mysteries. I love her true crime stuff. Oh, and unsolved mysteries. Yeah. I like, yeah I like so, that like, thing. I've watched a few of hers and I like, like, I know her. Name, so. Like, I've seen her before this. Yes. Like, and she's pretty entertaining. And, and she, she does it in a really, like, I like the way that she does her, or how she talks. How she talks. She has like a really soothing voice and she has like a lot of information and mm. stuff. So, it's good. So, um, sorry. So, unsolved mysteries, politics, world travel, space and ocean exploration, history, astrology, strange incidents, phenomena, and paranormal activities. Her first videos were called The Seven Deadly Sins of Beauty and Furry Friend Tag. Um, through, though she started making off beauty and makeup videos, yes. Kendall later transitioned to reviews on conspiracy theories and later true crime. She also has a podcast that talks about true crime. Uh, born April 22nd, 1993 in Boston. She uh, is currently 27 years old and married to Josh Thomas. Uh, apparently, in case you're wondering, she's five foot eight and weighs fifty six kilograms. I don't know why they would know. But... Thanks. Anyways, she works towards creating awareness about sexually abused and exploited children. She often talks about childhood sexual abuse on her channel, and encourages her viewers to take proactive steps to fight this social evil. Uh, she's been happily married since 2016. Mm. Uh, he to Josh Thomas. He gave up his job to help her launch her channels. Aww. She plans to expand her nice. channels and start a podcast with her husband. She loves cats and dogs, several cats, nature lovers. She also has bunnies because uh, that was what they were showing. So there you go. So we did see a bunny in the background of her talking in this episode. Yes. Okay. So we can. All right. So, so we can stop sharing. Yeah, you can stop sharing that. All right. Go back. Anyways, as, uh, as Diane mentioned, we're a bit of Lou Perlman aficionados, I would say at this point. So we're kind of like watching this with like a grain of salt being like, is she going to like, because she, when she started it, she actually said she had no idea that any of this was going on. So she didn't know about anything. Yeah. She grew up in the 90s, as you can, like, obviously she was much younger than us. So um, she was team Backstreet back in the day, obviously, like she was some actual and St. Britney Spears and all that stuff. So she didn't really know all this behind the scenes stuff. So, uh, so she's like, many of you probably don't know any of this stuff. And she's like, I'm sure some of you know lots of it. And so, yeah, so that's us. So yes. Anyways, um, we are, I would like to say that we are certified boy bandologists. Yes. All yes. of us, I think, on this channel. Indeed. Official, and maybe official boy band expert. There we go. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. I'd like to, I'm going to dub go. ourselves that because I feel like why, who else would have a podcast going for this long There's if we didn't know? This one? is true. Right. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. So anybody who's new, who's just like looking us up because you saw Kendall Ray, we've actually uh, been podcasting for just over three, three and a half years right now. And uh, with weekly episodes about boy bands. So mostly focusing on 90s and 2000s boy bands, but we also do other things. We do international boy bands as well. International boy bands, album reviews, um, and yeah, lots of other things like that. Cooking. With yeah, we boy do. Band yeah, boy band cooking. Yeah. Uh, we don't we, cook the men. We cook Check out our O-Town interview. It was Best very great. Recipes so are. Go, so. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, getting, uh, do you want to get uh, started with this? No, no, I don't know. I don't even know how 
who thought up this idea? They should take the, they should take charge. Was that you, D? Mm-hmm. All right, D, go ahead, buddy. Okay. Why can I suddenly no longer hear you? Me? Hello? I couldn't hear Chinzu when she was just talking. Oh, she whispered. whispered and she was I was like, oh. go get my notebook because I forgot yes. to get the notebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I saw her mouth moving and I was like, no. oh, have I gone deaf? No. no <laughs> you good. You good, fam. Right, Anyways, ahead. okay, yes. So uh, basically I saw that, that Kendall Ray had done this. And like, okay, my thought process behind this is not like – if you're a regular viewer of this podcast, we have taken you through all this information before. Um, she oh, did not. She did not give any information that we did not already know. Yeah, um, maybe a couple tidbits. I thought, but we'll go into that. I feel like there's like one thing, but I feel like we probably already knew that, and I just forgot about it. Um, so what I was more, well, what I was more thinking was, well, I also think and i don't want to like spoiler or anything but like i think she got some things wrong yeah yeah i thought she missed a couple of things in a little bit of it yeah well she got she missed something she missed but i was like "Eh, they're not really that important in the grand scheme of things true Um, but some things were just like straight up wrong and i was like uh where are you getting your facts from Mm-hmm. Then, well, I def- she definitely watched the boy band con yeah yeah from that. but i just think maybe mm-hmm. she didn't understand it fully i don't know anyways um so I what was- i was more thinking is like maybe if you like you heard this story via her podcast and they're like oh i want to know more what i was more thinking is like we could kind of vet her info as lydia pointed out as so-called experts yes. um we can kind of break down the information she gave and just say like, uh, you know, this is correct. Here's maybe where she was like missing some information and here's where maybe, maybe it's not wrong, but maybe she just misunderstood um, what was being said either in like Lance's documentary or like wherever else she was like getting this information from. Because we've like obviously done an extensive amount of research into Lou. Yeah, that's so, um, we love I him. Just, we love to hate him. Just, yeah, like, you know, it's and we've always said it's very much a catch twenty two with Lou. Like as much as how evil he is and how like oh he did all this stuff and like was sketchy and all that stuff. Without him, we would not have had Backstreet Boys, In Sync, O Town, mm-hmm. LFO, uh, you know, C Note because you know people care mm-hmm. about that. But uh, you know, so like, <laughs> so it's good and bad. And I, we honestly, and I. And I don't want to say like Lou was misunderstood because obviously he was delusional, but also I feel like there's a lot of things that maybe you're echoing. He just got. Uh, yeah, no, you weren't echoing for me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. I heard echoing. No, Sorry. I heard an echoing too. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's we're doing it right oh, now. Oh, it's echoing now. Told you. Oh, I don't hear it. <laughs> uh, you guys are all have earbuds in. We have earbuds in. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't well, know. That's weird. Am I echoing now? Yeah. That's so weird. What is going on? Okay. So how about me? Am I okay now? I'm going to Maybe. Why am I the only person that can't hear the echo? Uh, Maybe your technology is great. I'm just just disconnecting a lot of, I'm disconnecting a lot of uh, things. That uh, has a lot of things. Going I have a lot of things open. That's what but I'm not hearing echoing now. Well, it's because I'm closing a lot of things. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I probably should have done this before. Okay. All of my open 
things are closed. I think we're good now. Yeah, it sounds good. Much yeah, better. I think, yeah, there's no echo now. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you. Sorry, Sorry for the delay. That's okay. All right. Got a lot of in the studio. So, um, we love and hate Lou on this channel. We love and hate Lou. Um, we're just like obviously very interested in him. Yes. Um, exactly. as part of like, you know, why people are interested in crime podcasts in general and, you know, whatever. He's like, it's interesting. It's how he was able to do all the things that he was able to do. Mm-hmm. So um, beats. Yeah. I just feel like he got in over his head and then just kept like going and it was like, all right, I just got to keep get st- getting this money and then I can pay off these guys and do this and whatever. But yeah, definitely uh, shady. And, you know, yeah. all right. So like I said, I'm not going to go through everything she said. Mm. If you listen to her, then you heard her say it. And if you listen to us, you've heard us say it a million times. Yeah. So um, not necessary. Basically, uh, she starts out by saying, yeah, the most, oh. well, not the most surprising part, but like the part that I was like, oh, she was like, I bet a lot of people don't know this. And I was like, oh, right. There are people outside of like the boy band bubble who like don't care about this shit. And it's true. Um, so I'm and like, they're young, right? Some of us were a little bit older. Yeah. They're young in age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a quote from the beginning that I really liked and I wrote it down. I don't know if you guys. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, so she was saying, so she was saying like, she was born in 93. She didn't know a lot of, she didn't know like pretty much anything about Lou. And she said, there's like lots of, there's a lot of snakes in Hollywood. And that's why she likes to work with Canadians. Oh, yes. I did like that one. That was quite interesting. I have no idea what this means, but yes, Canadians were, we are Canadian. We are on the ball, guys. So So I just thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, there's a lot of like sketchy people in the music industry and the film industry and all like the entertainment business. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So then she kind of just started off kind of like saying like how he was born in in, like Flushings and one bedroom apartment. So all this stuff that we already know, she told the story about the paper route yeah mm-hmm. and uh what are you doing keep talking okay so she'll, she told the story about the paper route and how he bought it from some guy and then he like did this thing with dunkin donuts and so i was a bit concerned at that point because i was just like oh god she thinks this story is real but then like after she did like the whole like story and all that other stuff and then she said this was all a lie this did not happen da, 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 da. so i was like okay because that was like my first like oh my god is this going to be like one of those things where there's a lot of wrong things? But uh... yeah, I think the first part of her, like the way that I see that she did this in my mind, yeah, it's like she kind of did it in three sections. Yeah, pre boy mm-hmm. band Lou, boy band Lou, and then like post boy band Lou. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think all of her pre boy band Lou info, like before he started the boy band thing, seemed very on track, like mm-hmm. very, you know factual i don't mm-hmm. think she left out any important details like those yeah. are all the kind of things that you needed to know about him that kind of led up to like when he got to this like exactly. i'm gonna make a boy band and this like, is so- how i'm gonna make money mm-hmm. so like but, the yeah. old, like blimp thing with the jordash jeans and how that all crashed and then the insurance money and then that's when him and alan's friendship broke up and all that stuff so that all that exactly exactly yeah. what you said all that was like pretty much banging so- from everything we've heard and the point is, like, you know, if you've listened to us, if you've watched the documentaries, there was that 2020 thing. Like, everything, all of these things all say the exact same thing, right? Like, these mm-hmm. are just facts that happen, you know? Um, yes. I thought it was interesting, though, that she did not mention at any point in time the Art Garfunkel connection. 
Yeah, she never mentioned that at all. Something to me though, but ultimately <laughs> though, does that make a difference? Like, this is what I mean. Like, there's little it. things that, like, could you have mentioned them that because they're interesting? Yeah. But, like, she has to keep her podcast an hour long, like, yeah. you know? And ultimately, it didn't really make a difference. Like, that was just, like, another yeah. thing that Lou would say to, like, show off, but, like, it didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, in the, in the group. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's didn't not really, like help launch his career. That's other. what I mean. It's it's not a piece of the puzzle that like made him get like the big I thing. I thought it was though. I thought because he had a famous uncle, he's like, I could be famous cousin. too. Or well, yes, that's what inspired him to do it. And then he also was using like his name to get him in, and he got him into that one gig and stuff right. like that. Yeah, so stuff like that. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think Art Garfunkel really um, did a lot to help Lou with his businesses and stuff. So I yeah, understand what Diane's saying. So, but yeah. it is an interesting tidbit that, like, I thought was yeah. interesting from his like early life that they didn't mention. Yeah, um, fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, so then she gets into the boy band things, um, and I mean, she start uh, the thing. The most glaring, obviously, uh, thing that she left out to me <laughs> is that. So she talks about how, like, he had seen new kids because they chartered one of his, like, private planes. Which? And that's why he, that's where he got the idea. And so, like, you know, he went out and he was looking for talent and what. But that not. story has never officially been confirmed, right? No. Because I believe no. Tommy Wright and they, they had said that, like, new kids doesn't remember this happening. But again, they wouldn't know who the heck they're renting a plane from. How right? would they remember who they're chartering exactly. a plane yeah. from? Exactly. And, then it, and, it, and it would make sense, because eventually when he hooks up with Johnny Wright, it would make sense that he would have talked to Johnny Wright during this time. Right, because, like, so why? It's, like, yeah. it's a, a probable thing that mm. it probably happened mm-hmm. that way. So that's what inspired him to start the boy bands, again, was, like, the new kids on the block. Like, oh, these young kids have all this money. And I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately, again whether they actually chartered a plane from him or not, it's pretty clear that he was inspired by them because like, exactly. then why go after Johnny Wright and why like, you know, exactly. kind of pursue exactly. it that way. Um, but the most glaringly obvious omission to me is that she just kind of says that like, he found AJ and then Howie and then Nick and then Kevin and Brian. And then they were the Backstreet Boys. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. you missed so much history. Because yeah. you're missing, and I know it's not important to like the, the grand scheme, yes. but it's so interesting to us because uh, before there was Kevin and Brian, there was Phoenix Stone and yeah. our good buddy Charlie Edwards. Yes, got it. And Don't... at first, I was like, "Oh, she's just not going to mention it because it's not important, and it doesn't yes. really matter how they were formed." And she's going to go. She's like, she just needs to like keep the story moving. But then later, when she's talking about how in sync form, she feels the need to mention G- Jason Galasso. Yes, how, yes. Like, that's how their name is in sync, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, so you're going to mention Jason Galasso? But you're not going to mention Charles Edwards. Like, that is such an interesting part of, like, how these boy bands form. Actually, yeah. I and also, like, yeah. Sorry. And I'm just like, what? Like, did you miss that? Like, I, and I don't know. See, now I can't remember. You guys can go back and vet me on this. Do they mention Jason Galasso in the boy band con in Lance's documentary? I don't think so. Because I'm pretty don't sure they so. don't mention Phoenix Stone and Charles Edwards. No, no, no. 
Because I'm like, maybe she just got that piece of information from watching the movie and was like, oh, that's interesting. And then added it in. Right. Right? Yeah. Because as an instinct fan, you'd realize that, oh, that guy's not on any of the album covers. What happened to this dude? So, but she did say that she was the Backstreet fan, right? So then I could get that. But um, I also found it was interesting because she mentioned Chris. I was like, oh, Chris. But then she's like, oh, yeah, Lou went to Chris. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was like, that is incorrect. That is not correct at all. So again, no. for those of you who are new and have a listen, Chris and Howie were in um, were in college together. Wait, They're... sorry. Before you start this, if you don't know yeah. who Charles Edwards is and why we think that is so important, just to close that circle, yes. um, the Backstreet Boys were a band before they had Kevin and Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, About a year. One ago. guy was named Phoenix Stone. One guy was named Charles Edwards. We don't know a lot about Phoenix Stone. We know that he eventually quit the group and went on to be his own artist. Like a solo artist, yeah. And he's like still randomly making music, but um, it's obviously not very popular. Um, and there was a guy, and his name was Charles Edwards, and he quit the Backstreet Boys to go. This is for people who don't know. I know you guys who are listeners know this. He quit the Backstreet Boys to go uh, become a golf instructor at Club Med. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So that happens. And then the Backstreet Boys blew up. The Backstreet Boys blow up. And he's like, oh, shit. Right? So then uh, sync starts forming. And Lou calls charles edwards back and says hey i'm starting a new group and he's like cool and so J- charles edwards is a part of nsync and then quits nsync because things are not happening fast enough it and goes then back to club med goes back to club med and then uh nsync blows up so like what um it's crazy lightning uh, struck twice we have an entire episode about this guy yeah um and like uh actually it's like interesting because like you know we know a little bit about his life and like he ended up getting arrested later in life and like yeah so like like, his life didn't really go down the best path after all of this but like it wasn't like oh it was for the best because like something great happened to him like nope but uh, Anyways, That's like having two so winning like, lottery tickets and losing them both. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's super interesting. If you want to go check out our Charles Edwards episode, uh, it's just, it's mind-blowing, frankly. Yes. That's a good um, word, yes. Yes. So anyways, back but to yeah. Chris and how... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Chris and Howie were in college together. I think Chris may have also auditioned for the Backstreet Boys, but didn't make it. Or I wouldn't be surprised. But anyways, he knew that Howie was doing this thing and whatever, and it was going well. So he asked to meet Lou Pearlman, and he said, hey, can I put together a group and come to you? And he's like, sure, whatever, do this thing. So Chris is actually the one who did all the work and mm-hmm. got yeah. Justin and JC and like whatever, and then Joey. And then so they had all that stuff going. They had, again, Charles Edwards was there for a bit. Then he took off again because... Because it wasn't like, I know a lot of people think this is like overnight success, but it didn't. It took like a good year, year and a half. At least a couple of years. Doing their boy band yeah. stuff, doing their like, you yeah. know, the training and all that other stuff, going to Europe, doing all the other things. And, and learning I wanted to confirm with you, Chinzio, because I wasn't 100% sure. She made it seem like it was Chris and then Justin and JC and then Joey. But I thought Joey came before I thought Joey was four. Justin before. Yeah, and JC. Because- yeah, mm. because they were best. I believe, like the way that it, it's because said Chris it, and Joey like knew each other. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. mind if I just quickly? I'm gonna leave the studio and come back because Chinzi is having a lot of echo. 
I can hear it. Uh, and it's doing it right now. Okay, give me one second. I'll... Okay, sorry. Oh, okay. Please enjoy this brief intermission. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by no one. See? If you would like to uh, sponsor us and give us money so that we could talk about your products or your business. Hey, you know what? Maybe you are a listener and you have a small business. You have an Etsy shop. You have, you know, some kind of home business. Let us know. We have a friend. Her name's Pam. She makes cake, cake, cakes. Cakes, yeah. Why can't I speak? Mrs. Peaches Custom Cakes. Yeah. I'm just going to shout her out for free because she's a good person. Um... But yeah, like, and we're back. Five dollars, we'll do it. Yes. What are we doing for five dollars? Shouting out your business. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what? Let's do this. HR Block. Is it time for taxes? No, my idea was that if listeners have their own small businesses or Etsy shops or whatnot, that we would shout them out. Absolutely. For very rock bottom prices. (laughs) Rock bottom. Yes, that's true. Also, if you're looking for a boy band game. Yes. Boy Band Builder, the card game. Good thing. Yes. Also, our listener Robin sells amazing soaps. She does. And we were shouting out Pam's business as well. And Pam makes good cookies. Yes. Yes. Delicious. Oh my God. And like, and we, cakes. Helped her, we helped her one time and right. like, we, I, I accidentally screwed up on a cookie and she like, really did, yeah. and then like, I, cause I put my, my whole arm into it and then she's like, <laughs> oh, this is, I can't sell this. And then I'm like, oh, and I hate it. And it was the <laughs> so best it's like, Lydia, so you did it on purpose. Did no, you? <laughs> no, I ate it. It had like sweater fiber in it. I'm like, I don't care. This is, this is delicious. <laughs> So yeah, anyways. Anyways, back to what we were saying. Um, yeah, it just felt wrong. Like my brain is now not functioning the right way that the band got put together, but it's definitely Chris started. Wrong. And I feel like Justin came after JC. But yeah. She's saying that yeah. he took Justin. I don't know. But then she also called sh- JC. JC Shazes. Like she oh, said, yeah, she yeah. said his name. Yeah. Is terrible. I was laughing a In, little like, bit. In the there. weirdest way. And I was like, what is happening right now? Shazes or something like that. Yeah. It was Shaziz. I don't know. Oh, it was awful. Strange. I was like, "What's she saying?" But now I'm like, anyways. Um, but like again, as you pointed out, neither here nor there it doesn't really matter. It does. These are like, semantics, yeah. Right? Like, obviously, it doesn't matter. I just, I, it, it popped into my head when I was listening to it, and I'm like, I'm gonna ask Chinzia because I could have sworn it was Chris Joey, and then I believe Justin so. and JC. Yeah, like, they obviously came together. Um. And then Jason Galasso and then Lance, you know. And if you're wondering, it doesn't really matter. But they got Lance because Justin and Lance had the same vocal coach. So Mm -hmm. she knew Lance. And so she was able to, like, get him. She called Lance and said, hey, can you come? And then his mom's like, oh, you're nuts, but okay, sure. And then he flew out the next day. And then they sang together. And it was like, oh, and um, then they were like already performing like a week later and then it started um okay the next thing that i think is just like wrong that she mentions in that is that she keeps saying that um the that sorry that- sorry i just i'm just looking at the wikipedia page and yeah i guess i guess she's right i guess that was the way but chris was the one who was like cold calling everybody and stuff and then he called um justin and then because justin and jc were living in nashville at that point mm-hmm. and then yeah then they came back and then joey and then 
And maybe I'm a little nervous. And this is where they mentioned Jason Galasco is in here in the Wikipedia page. So that's probably what she's talking about. That could be where she's getting her info, yeah. which is fine. We do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyways, so the other thing that I thought was wrong is that she keeps talking about how NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were actually feuding. And they actually yeah. didn't like each other. And I'm like, mm, no. Incorrect. They played they basketball together. Are they, very, did so- they are very vocal about the fact that they were never actually feuding. Mm-hmm, and yeah. that there was uh, a bit of a feud but it was over a girl well and it was all manufactured by mm-hmm. Lou yes. so like NSYNC never really had any hatred towards Backstreet Boys until Lou started telling them like oh Backstreet Boys hate you they, right. think, this you know, you. they said this about you and blah 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 and so they start feeling like oh my god these guys hate us like you know whatever and then they mentioned the whole Disney special, so yeah. that's like how NSYNC blew up. And because yeah, they, obviously. And then she's talking about how like they would refuse to be in the same room together. No, 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 no. We no. wouldn't allow them yes. to be in the same room together. So that he could continue right. this like... Because he wanted to continue his narrative that like, oh, they don't like you. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I'd also like to point out the fact, like I know if we have any younger listeners... At the time that this was happening, there was no social media. Mm -hmm. So, like, the only way that we could get information was from TV interviews and from magazines. 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 So the magazines, as you know, are not entirely factual all the time and whatever. And just, like, even other boy bands have even mentioned this in the past. Like, you know how there'd always be that thing at the back, like, oh, what is JC like? And it's, like, a page to fill out. And then, like, sometimes they would just fill in random crap because they didn't care. And then it became, like, lore. Like, oh, my God. Chris, like, only eats tacos served with a silver spatula and, like, this. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so there, it's, so there wasn't a lot of social media. There wasn't a lot of, like, sharing of, like, videos when you went out because we didn't have, like, camera phones. We didn't have that mm-hmm. stuff. We had, like, it's the digital camera. And, like, the, we actually, the at the dial. beginning, there was a lot of film cameras and stuff. So it's like, you can't capture a lot of that stuff. No. And a lot of people didn't have internet. So it's just like, so I feel like a lot of this feuding and whatever just made it seem more dramatic because Lou's telling, like, hey, do this or let's put them on the cover here and them on the cover here. And it's like, oh, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And it definitely worked in terms of influencing fans. Like, we as a kid i mean and kendall mentions it and we definitely have talked about it and can vouch for the fact that like it definitely felt like you cannot like both you can't like both no you know which is marketing genius yeah because you're harnessing the like it's the coke you're harnessing yeah the power of a fan base to be like it's it's almost like uh teams right like my team has to beat your team team backstreet has to beat team in sync you know what i mean yeah right and so like you're gonna you're buying i have to buy more albums i have to buy more tickets i have to like vote for them more times i need you know more what merchandise I, mean? I need more posters in my locker i need all this other stuff like to prove is- that my boy band is better than yours mm-hmm. you know so it's brilliant to market that they're in a feud together um but they were not actually no. in a yeah. feud so and, yeah. and any like bad blood that was between them was not actually it, it, at least initially was not actually real or true like it was manufactured by lou like he was going around being like oh they don't like you 
Well, they were in their own kind of, they were in their own bubbles at that point too, yeah. right? Because yeah. they're, they're like very so, isolated too. They're right? isolated. They don't know what's going on. They don't know anything. They have their own houses, right? Right. They Back not, not. I didn't think had a house. No. I think he only did that for NSYNC and then eventually like O-Town and whatnot. Yeah. Mm, okay. But I, I don't think, know that he ever think... made Backstreet Boys all live in the same house. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I know they were at his house a lot. Yes, they mentioned mm-hmm. that they were at his house a lot, but they don't talk too much about how we all lived at the same house. Like, yeah, the younger ones, like, Nick was living with some of the older ones, yeah. but they weren't all living together. I didn't think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We would have heard about it if they were. They would have said something in an interview and like, one time. There was, like, one incident. I remember them talking about it in one of the interviews where, like, Backstreet Boys in in sync were scheduled to appear at some like charity something. Yeah, and Lou made it so that like the Backstreet Boys would enter like stage left, and In Sync would enter stage right, so they would be like on opposite sides of the stage, so they couldn't talk to each other. Wow. Like he did not want them talking good, to each other. Good visual effect, though. Like hmm. he didn't want uh, them swapping stories yeah. is this mm-hmm. the first right? college for the children it Maybe wasn't even, no it i wasn't, feel like it was just remember another like a they, were t- and they were on that song together like both uh, groups were on that charity oh, charity song, song. Um, we are the ones that, that one yes yeah okay so I feel like that they, if that was being performed somewhere at some like telethon or something and uh yeah he just made it so that like i, I think it was the boy band con because they were talking about how like you know in sync was being told like oh backstreet's over there you can't go over there like they don't yeah, want to talk lance was scared of them you know yeah. yeah exactly but then right? was that the incident where they actually did hang out afterwards to go get no so stuff? then what you're talking about is like what she mentions later which is that at one of these like challenges that was the ours or, that was ours that they did it. Maybe. Yeah, because that was the yeah, last one. Yeah, because we were there. at that one? No, they weren't. They weren't? They were was not it just in sync? It was just in sync. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So there was some charity basketball thing. Uh, both, not, I don't, was it all of NSYNC and then just some members of Backstreet Boys? Like, not all of them? I feel like it wasn't everybody. I don't think it was everyone. I think it was just like a few of them. I don't even know if all of NSYNC was there. I think it was maybe just a couple members of each band. I remember the initial conversation was just like Justin and Chris and then like Brian and Nick, Nick. I think maybe. And they all were like, ended up getting in a cab together to go to like wherever they needed to go. Um, And they started talking and Brian was like, hey, like, you know, is this happening to you? And this and this and this. And they were like, yeah. And um, that's when they started talking and realizing that, like, um, you know, whatever. And then they figured out that Lou was making up all these stories, mm-hmm. trying to be like, oh, we don't like you and they don't like you and whatever. And they realized, like, oh, hey, I don't actually hate you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and we're both getting screwed over. And the reason that he, do- he wants us to hate each other is because he doesn't want us to know 
that like basically he's screwing over both of us yeah it's like when when your boss says don't discuss your wage with your fellow employee and then but that only protects the boss it doesn't protect the employees because in fact when you do talk you're like you're getting paid how much people aren't like fuck you they're like hey pay me more like that's yeah that's mm-hmm. so yeah so it was kind of like they were saying like even when Insync was forming they had them under a fake name they had like the b team or something they had some other thing and oh, then even books. when they first came yeah. out they had no idea that lou was managing Insync as well mm-hmm. they didn't find out right away so and then the backstreet boys understandably felt betrayed by it mm-hmm. of course so there was a lot so there was like some animosity but i don't think it was specifically towards the other band it was more kind of like towards lou and all the other stuff which the management yeah uh she also talked about the check ceremony for insane yes and that that was also wrong because she mentioned that everyone was there yeah and they weren't she made it it imply that backstreet boys and insync were there but they weren't wasn't it was just just yeah um, and that was in Vegas and they had the families there and it was the big dinner and they thought they were going to make all this money that ended up being, she said 10,000 in the book, Lance said 20,000 in a, but then he also in a tweet once said, Oh, I got the numbers wrong. So we don't know the exact amount that was given to them that day, but it was, it was not somewhere between like so 10 between, and 40,000, yeah. something like that. Like it was less than 50,000 each. And obviously they had sold 10 million albums at that point. They had all that merchandise. They had all this other stuff. Then Lou was talking about like, oh, and you have to recoup all these costs, which again is a truthful thing. Like he did put up a lot of money to get them a house and to get the promotions and all that stuff. Um, But yeah, he never, he was never transparent with them. They didn't have like records saying like whatever. And then like all this fancy steak dinners and all that stuff. He was just doing it. Like he bought one of the cruises. One of them said he bought them a car. Howie. Howie, I think. Yeah. Did he buy Howie a car? He bought Howie a car. And then he found out afterwards that he was paying for this car. Like it was coming out of his money and stuff like that. (laughs) So, So yeah. So I, I think he just got caught up in the whole like glitz and glamour of things and wanted to be like this big shot in the pond. I don't know if I wrote this down at that point, but uh, yeah, he was also, I don't know. It was just like, it was, um, yeah, it was interesting. Then I mean, he, she starts talking about the other boy bands and then Lydia and I were like, uh, she's not mentioning O-Town. Like she, she, about, she just never mentions them. Yeah. So she's like C-Note and, you know, natural and innocent. Well, but, she did, but she did say making the band, which I thought that's Eventually she, she did that. But she doesn't mention O-Town. She talks about yeah. making the band and how he wanted to make this other band. And then just kind of drops it and starts talking about because even the picture was like making the band four when p diddy had yeah. it and stuff so yeah did she mention o-town or no no, no. that's why i was upset i'm like all. what the? Yeah. and she never even mentioned like the european success because like yeah. later on in the story she mentions the lfo thing and like if you don't mention the europe success that lfo like, it doesn't story doesn't make, make any sense, sense. the, the yeah. lfo story makes no sense yeah because she doesn't know like she doesn't mention that they started off in europe they made their way here mm-hmm. then whatever right but yeah, like I was just like, you're not mentioning O Town, but you're mentioning all these other bands. Like they literally had a TV show. Like it's mm-hmm. like she and did she, it, and it was also, season one. She didn't take the picture of O Town and put it there. She had this picture of four like dudes, like R and B dudes in like season four. I was like, well, because P Diddy eventually took over that show. Yeah, right? he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. I'm assuming he probably paid him rights for that too, right? So he probably made money off of that. Who the hell knows? But my point is like, 
you talk about how like these people signed these contracts these other artists signed these contracts and it was so terrible and i'm like you're leaving out the best part of the boy band con when Ashley oh, Parker Angel no. talks about how I purposely follow Blue into the bathroom. Yeah, and, yes. and I'm just like, you're gonna leave that out. <laughs> like, I know, like, right? That's like yeah. one of the best stories from that. Seriously. Yeah. Again, yeah. if you haven't yeah. watched the boy band con, it's amazing. It's great. So it's it's really good. Like, yeah. Very entertaining. But yeah, so. Um, so yeah, so then she's kind of like talking about that. Yeah, so she was talking like, about, um, you know, he was after she after he lost both the boys, like both Backstreet and Sing, he was making the new bands and he was being inappropriate with the so, new guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About, one thing about sort of losing them, I think all the NSYNC stuff was factual, um, but she um, the back turns of the Backstreet Boys, she she mentions that he lost the case, which. I don't 100% know if no, that's they true. I think they settled because they um, paid Blue out. They did. Like, they they had to give to... him a lot of money. Yeah, But it took so, a while, though. It took them years yeah. to like yeah. actually Recoup- uh, financially. recoup financially mm-hmm. yes, from having to pay Lou out. Right? Yeah, and so, I think the event, and then they weren't like really... I don't signed know. for a while and then they I was gonna yeah. say yeah I don't know if it's necessarily that Lou won the case like that's not correct mm-hmm. but I think they settled because the Backstreet yeah. Boys definitely paid Lou out yeah I remember yeah. that yeah. I remember, yeah. because the one sixth member thing was illegal so I think he did maybe lose money in that respect but they were still like signed to do albums with his label and signed to like whatever. He was still stand like he legally they had signed a contract where he owned a lot of their like rights, yeah. and they were just like, okay, here's clean an, an amount of money that no one's really clear about how much it was, but it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they had mentioned something about how the boys had only made like. Three hundred thousand dollars collectively, and that Lou had made like ten, 10 million. million or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. But she, yeah, I feel like the Insync court case is m- well more documented. Than yeah, that. for sure, one. for sure, yeah. sure. Like the whole like uh, the poster on my daughter's bedroom wall is of these five gentlemen and not of you. Yes, so they're yeah. Insync, like <laughs> yes. you know, like, so, like, <laughs> which is yeah. great. Like, like yeah, because I never knew about like the little loophole, right? That was like that was a good one that she shared. Which loophole? What Trinzi just said about oh. the poster of the five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that yeah. one either. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what else? Uh, so then she also started talking about the other scam things that he was doing. So she started talking about that talent agency, which was already under like. Oh wait, wait! You missed you missed the tanning beds. Yeah. Oh god! Yes! Oh my god! And you, and you missed and you missed like. Um, Something else about like him touching other people's Yeah, that's what Lydia's yeah. talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, so Lydia's sorry, okay. that's that okay, anything sorry. to do with sex is all it's okay. this guy. <laughs> okay, so uh yeah, so essentially <laughs> she mentions that um she was starting to be he was starting to be inappropriate with the guys. Always um, making them take off their shirts yeah. so she could check their muscle. Yeah, I I wrote sex al- allegations, but it autocorrected to sex alligators. It's not part of the you story. You know what, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? They're Florida, Florida. So it could um, be. She said no one has ever come forward with sexual allegations. Especially but- from the main boy bands, like the Backstreet Boys yeah. and the Insake in O-Town. No one has specifically come out with anything. In some of the other documentaries, like some of like the limo drivers that he, he would used to hire like young hot drivers and then promise them that they would get like in a band or something. They've kind of said anything, but no one has physically concretely said, 
Lou Pearlman, like, has molested me. me molested I know. Whatever. It, it kind of, like, I used to think, I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely no one's talking about it. Uh, but then, like, the other side of me is just like, well, these guys were investments. And they didn't want to, he didn't want to, his two money-making investments, right? He doesn't want to fuck them over. He didn't want to fuck them over. But, like, the other ones, he, I like think, Like the LFOs maybe. of the world. Right, that's oh, what I'm saying. I am so glad she talked about that LFO thing. So yes, the Rich Cronin um, interview. The Rich, so if anyone has favorite. not listened to this, the Rich Cronin Howard Stern interview is fantastic and has Very a lot good. of great content. Rest in peace, Rich. But in it, he tells the story about how this man in Europe wants to make LFO big in Europe and he has to go there. But, oh, this this guy, like, she's just, just like, he's a, this horrible guy. He's just, he's going to want you to touch his penis or he wants to touch your, anyways, he was just like, he's like, you know, but like, you know, because, uh, it's just, it's just disgusting. It's horrible. But you know what? You can practice on me, like whatever. Mm. So LFO was like, uh, no, no, no because like, no. And I feel like LFO is a little more like, I don't want to say like street cred or like the light they're, they're from Boston. They're from Boston. They're more like they're just like yeah, no color, creepy man. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I they agree. don't put up with shit. They're like that's gross. That's ridiculous. I'm not doing that stuff. I think they what put up with to? the special massage though. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then like Lou minored in physiotherapy and has a special massage to make your muscles pop out or wink. Or yeah. So I'm pretty sure Ashley has probably did the special massage because yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I do. I would do a special <laughs> well, massage on Ashley. So I mean, but I, yeah, didn't they also say like you know they would like you know. But yeah, also, and then the whole, you talked about the tanning beds. And yes, the yeah, he had, he had, uh, in his mansion, he had tanning beds, and then in the tanning beds, uh, he had cameras. And oh my he, gosh, And so the creepy. control panel was in his room. So, yes. yeah. That was that, creepy. But he, then offered the boy bands that they could watch the girls in the tanning beds. Yeah, because he has one girl like band. Uh, innocence. Innocence? Destiny? Yeah. Innocence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That so, was, uh, they were managed by Justin Timberlake's mom. Yeah, so I mean, like... Because he had the illusion of being a nice guy. Come to my house. Make yourselves at home. Well, but even like Howie. Everyone. It's like the first time he watched porn was at Lou's house. Like, like this is playing like. Like, mm-hmm. it's just odd. Did he anyway. say it was the first time? Or well, just no. That, like, they did he, it frequently. They would. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I just feel and that. Then, and then this is this is when she mentioned. Okay. So you, yeah, you yeah, first no, and then no. that. This. No, I was just going to say, like, I feel like because Lou was an only child and he was bullied on in school and all that stuff, he, like, wanted to surround himself with beautiful people and, like, be, like, the popular guy. And I feel like that's a lot of his motivation behind all of this. Mm. Yeah. Like, the money, obviously, like, he just, and then he could, like, he could flex and make himself look like he was, like, this big shot and, like, screw you, all these kids who picked on me in school. Like, I'm amazing. I'm surrounded. I'm a millionaire. I have all this other stuff. Yeah. So, like... Mm -hmm. That's, I feel like, is a lot of Lou's motivation here. I don't know if he actually, like, whatever, if he just, like, would watch these video cameras and jerk off. Like, I don't know if he actually, like, did anything. And yeah, Aaron I think Carter it was like a loner. very adamant that nothing happened there. Yeah. And yeah, no, she, keeps, she keeps mentioning um, Aaron Carter being I, very I emotional like about but Lou Pearlman. But I would like to say that, first of all, Aaron's... Nuts. Still off the deep end, mm-hmm. yes. Second of all, uh, Aaron himself has come back and retracted that statement. And now says that him and his mom never used those tanning beds. And that he was never alone with Lou. And so, you know, 
he doesn't know if if anything ever happened and what but maybe you should ask other people maybe you should ask my brother blah 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 so aaron's a dick oh my i honestly i do feel like he also aaron has a ton of un like trauma that he is not like whatever and and kendall had said that sometimes a lot of people when they're in abusive relationships like this out of fear they're not going to speak it and like lose dead now lose dead so like i would so like it's suppressed memories or things like that Mm -hmm. or they just like the the way that they deal with trauma is they don't deal with it so yeah, who knows I guess. he could have yeah like, Aaron yeah no Lou yeah, could have Aaron. inflicted this on a whole who bunch knows? of these people and a lot of them just don't feel comfortable coming forward because even Lance said that after the documentary his first documentary came out a lot of the boy banders came up to him afterwards because he had asked a whole bunch of them to be in it and a lot of them were like mm, no but then other people were like oh they wanted to share their story so it, he made it sound like there's much more stories that people hadn't shared at the time because they weren't sure how the documentary would play out and then Mm -hmm. so i think there are a lot of stories that like inappropriateness and like creepiness and stuff like that so yeah let's not defend aaron though he's a dick no (laughs) i mean all right sometimes he's a dick but sometimes maybe he's all right you know what? Obviously, shit in his life has ha- caused him to be this. Yeah, way. there's definitely I, I, definitely unresolved trauma. Like, like pre craziness. Okay, I'll you give can you that say idea. that. Yes, he experienced a lot at a very young age, and that yes, has like shaped him into being the person he is today. But the person he is today is a shitty person. <laughs> yes, maybe he'll come around one day. Who knows? Eh, but know. anyways, he has uh, to want to come around, and he doesn't. So yeah, it's, yeah, it is what it is. What so. I learned from this uh, thing. Uh, the thing that we watched with the lady. Um, I just, I didn't know that his purchase of the talent agency is kind of what started the descent into madness. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like she said that he bought the talent agency, but the talent agency was already being investigated. So this is one of those ones where like, oh, we'll take pictures and you pay us $800 or whatever and we'll take pictures and we'll send you out and you'll be famous, Mm -hmm. which there are a lot of those. Like you've gone to some of them before. Mm -hmm. I know people who have fallen for that scam. Yeah. 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 Like you've gone to like the Sheridan downtown Hamilton and they have a room of things. Yeah. 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 No, we want to sign you, but you have to pay $800 for headshots. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you get all these like pictures and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're sending them out. They don't. No. It's all a scam. So that's kind of like his, because that was his thing. He diversified and had a lot of different things going. Like he had the whole pension plan. He had this. So this Jacqueline woman from Florida had started some sort of investigation. This yeah. is the part that I don't recall. But then there's no, this no, Charlie Christ. Attorney General? Yeah, he was he was paying out the Attorney General that, he, that was in his pocket. So, so they were like buddies. So that's why so he that's made why that. it never really went. And it just mm-hmm. she ended up dropping the case eventually. Yeah, the investigation went away and she was dismissed from that case. Yes. yes. But that was the so, beginning of justice. But that's him. That's Lou making powerful connections with people. Because yeah. as, as she said, he's a great storyteller. He had the gift of the gab. He, he was He was like a jovial man who had that personality, that chameleon type personality where he could like. Convince you, right? Convince you to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like, anyways, this is the boys post boy band stuff. Like now he's dissolved from working with um, yes. Backstreet and NSYNC. He kind of has O-Town going, but like, uh, we all know that like O-Town had like success right after making the band and then kind of just fizzled as well. Because um, again. Which is why I guess Lou had to like start going into these other ventures because none of these other bands were really at the backstreet and in sync level 
Right. You know exactly. what, I mean? what I find interesting, because I also don't remember this part, is that his lawyers sued him yes. for $16.5 yeah. million because he tried to get money back from like the, um, the boy band stuff. And that was in breach of their con, like going behind their back to do stuff. Yes. So his lawyers sued him. Yes. In 2006, it, at, all, it turns out all of his investments weren't real. Like the they did the, you know, the, the picture of the airplane. And, Which is always know, a good. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's and, always funny. Oh god! And yeah. then yeah, he got sued. He was, he swindled three hundred million dollars in the Ponzi scheme. Yeah, so he made three hundred million, two hundred million from investors, and then a hundred million from eleven different banks. So mm. he would like, oh yeah, I have all these investors. Give me money. Da da da. And he would have it all over the world. He had like bank accounts all over the place. Although they did mention that he tried to pay off something once with this like Swiss bank account or something, but it wasn't yes. even a real account. Yeah, he tried to pay off like when when he got sued from his lawyers, he agreed to a settlement and then he's like, it's coming out of the Swiss bank account that didn't exist. That didn't exist, right? So it's just like where so this is this is the question this is the three hundred million dollar question. Where is all of Lou's money? Like, this is the one we've always there's been. no way yeah. he could have spent it all like yes he spent obviously lots he lived a lavish lifestyle he bought all these houses he like essentially they worked for him for like but where he had to have had at least a few million left over but then mm-hmm. when he went to jail he did well things were seized by the bank as well yeah. right so we don't know if they found all of it or yeah. not right because yeah. he owed a lot of money as well and then, mm-hmm. like, there was that one documentary in which she had a girlfriend this entire time, and everyone's like, what the fuck? So, like, does she have some of it? Like, who knows? I'm yeah, looking at Johnny are... Wright. That's... Oh. And, and I... Seriously, okay, I'm like, listen, guys, I think Johnny Wright has something. I feel like there's buried treasure. I, was I feel like, say, I like the boy bands there's... need to come together there's... and, like, make a movie about, there's like, finding There's money somewhere in Florida. That's, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Cash. But yeah, it, it, yeah. In the treasure coast of Florida. And, right? And then like mm. it just like, you know, like we'll have like a scavenger hunt. Boy band scavenger. Yes. Hunt. And then and then at the end they find a treasure chest but it's full of nothing and they're like, Don't you see? And then it, it was just the has friendship a piece that was paper along the way. It was the friendship that Peace was the on treasure. Earth was all it said, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, so Or it could just have like a blimp and then they like a toy oh blimp. Maybe he has hidden blimps around. Oh, I also I also had to give a shout out to Kendall at the very beginning of it because I appreciated her because she's just like, how many blimps are there in the world? And then she Googled it. existence. Uh, there's only That's 25. Kidding, yeah. I was like, this is me. This is what I do. Just randomly Google shit for no reason. That but was nice. Apparently there are only 25 blimps left in the world, which seems weird to me. Like, do people not just make blimps anymore? But yeah, so. Oh, they're too costly. costly. Apparently they cost a lot. They're and... very expensive. Is what she said. Like, the internet is so cheap to advertise things on. Like, why would you spend all that money on a blimp? A dirigible. Uh, a blimp. Anyways, and um, she also mentions at the end, like how he eventually ends up getting captured, which, which always is brings the FBI manhunt. She got. I felt like it was slightly off, but it was like. Like, she got so the she, gist of it. Gist of she that, failed like, to mention the little boy that the, he was found person, with. Yes, apparently, yes, because I recall that in their story. So yeah, he's but like the like, FBI agents are eating breakfast and Lou's like, like in the background. Oh my god, yeah, that was great. 
Because the German tourist is like, hey, like, he's here. Yeah, yeah. They didn't believe him. They tried to fish it out, being like, whatever. And then, like, the FBI, then they finally sent the FBI agents. The guy's like, listen, he's still here. He's still at the restaurant. And I thought the restaurant was at the resort. Yeah. She made it sound like it it was like a random restaurant in Thailand. No, it was an all-inclusive. I'm sure it's at the all-inclusive resort, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, like, that they're just like, you know, he's on the other side of a pillar and the FBI agents are on the other side. So, (laughs) like, so, uh, yeah. Great. That's a good one. I wrote, then I wrote, Aaron Carter, big sad. Yes. (laughs) She mentions Aaron a lot. I'm like, yeah, and I know why. I know why she does. Because she did a special on him. She She did did a video on him, too, that I watched. Yeah, it was was scathing, but it was great. So that's why she's like... I also like, feel like she's the same age as Aaron Carter. Yeah. No. No, he was born in 1987. 80s. Yes. December 7, 1987. Which means he's like 34. And she was born in 93, so she was like five. He was five, so... His favorite candy bar is Twix. I, you guess, were a I can't get it out of my brain. Yeah. I used to buy Lydia Twix when she was sad because it was Aaron Carter's favorite chocolate bar. I don't even know if that's fucking true anymore. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, they make this shit up. It's like Chun's They're like, thing. oh, we gotta sell some Twix. Yeah, Aaron likes Twix, everyone. Go buy Twix. <laughs> or maybe it's because he's a twin, so that's why mm. his Twix is two pieces. Mm. Maybe. But he doesn't even talk to her anymore. Yes, no. Poor Angel. Poor, poor Angel. Yeah, yeah I exactly. think Angel's mm-hmm. living the life right yeah, now. Yeah, okay, I think she's fine. All right. Um, yeah, so Lou died August 19th, 2016, which was the day that Diane and I almost got into a car crash because <laughs> Gina called me to tell me that Lou Pearlman had died as I was driving. Or you found no, it. No, I found saw it, it um, on Twitter or something. Yes. Like, but... Holy shit, Lou Because you were driving and I'm just like on my phone. That was also was... the last day I saw Aaron Lines. We had and I was like, uh, Lou Pearlman is I dead. also and shared it with like, the chat. She was like, what? I was like, ah, oh, Lou's dead. And, and then, then we called Gina ben from the, called from Gina the A&W from the drive We were like, oh my God, Lou Pearlman is dead. She's like, what? I'm like, oh. so sad. So and then she had to like go vet the info and call us back. And be like, Lou's dead. And then she was saying like all the boy bands were all like, oh, you know, glad that he was gone or whatever. I'm like, but that's not that's true not either. True. Because no. we were watching the Twitter like things. So some of them, I feel AJ like said, I'm glad he's dead. No. Who did? No one. No, no I didn't think so. Some people that's just, like really, I think no, that's really what I'm saying say. is AJ sent out like a message saying, you know, sorry, he died. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Did he? I don't think he said sorry he died. I think he just said acknowledged like it. acknowledged that he died and said oh, okay. like, you know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Yeah, but... yeah, I think th- I remember okay, that. That, I think that, that was the good. overwhelming message from the the boy banders that did acknowledge it. I, uh, I'm pretty sure AJ acknowledged it and, and Lance. Howie did, uh, yeah, yeah. Chris, I feel like, like Howie did. A few well. of them did, but not all of them. It was like they sent out their like couple of representatives from each from band. each boy band yeah. kind of be like, yeah okay we'll talk about it but nothing was like yeah like screw you rot in hell yeah, yeah. 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 It was like oh fuck him blah blah was, blah like so which too. makes me believe that like in back to like the creepy allegations if that's somewhere in your mind like a lot of people put a lot of stock into the fact that in the backstreet boys do- documentary which is uh called show em what you're made of yeah. Also a good documentary. Yes. Um, they go visit Lou's mansion or like what used to be Lou's mansion. Before it got uh, demolished. 
and but all the stuff had already been taken out of it and it was like yeah but a lot of people put a lot of stock into the fact that nick refused to go inside (laughs) um and they're like why why did he refuse to go inside why didn't he want to go inside and he just keeps saying like oh it's creepy it's creepy i don't want to go in there right Mm. but also i think like he still Mm. when interviewed and whatnot was like oh you know obviously he wasn't a good person but like he helped like put us together so like if that happened to you i think you'd be like no fuck this guy like you know what i mean like somewhere in the back of your mind that you don't acknowledge you're still gonna be like no i'm glad he's dead like you know what i mean yeah yeah like yeah. that, that subconsciousness is I'm, I, I am annoyed like I really wish that the prison warden would have let them like interview him for that because he died not long after no the, no so. But at the same time, though, like I is get that it, not ultimate justice? Privilege. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like it's like it's like when the it's like when Tiger King was blew up in 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 fame, but he was in jail. It's like, well, you know, this is what you've always wanted. But at the same time, you were such a bad person that it's like this is like the ultimate karma. You're famous and you can't even enjoy it. You know what I mean? You don't so have like, freedom to do that. That's right. Yeah. So like for him, like he he screwed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I mean, for him to get this last fame thing, wouldn't that have just been a slap just, in the face to all the victims? I, but I'm just curious. It would have been nice to if they had talked to him, if he still would have maintained his innocence. Because even there, even though he pleaded guilty for all these things, like I just, I'm just curious if he would have shown any remorse or if Probably he was like whatever or not. like I needed to do this to do this. Like I just, I just wish that there was some sort of closure with yeah, that, right? I, yeah, I wish mm-hmm. there was closure. And too. I feel like that's what a lot of the boys too didn't have this closure. Like yeah. they didn't have like yeah. why did you do this? Like whatever, right? Yeah. So. Um, you know, no one is perfect. No one is great. And I just feel like there's things to everyone. And I just want to know, like, having been in jail and being like humbled that now he's like in jail, like, was he? Yeah, he wants to start jailhouse rock. I, I would have loved that. that. I'm also disappointed that she didn't mention jail. Like, she mentioned like a cell phone and a laptop he wanted that he could like do stuff. But like jailhouse rock, brilliant name for I a. Know. But doesn't that prove that he hadn't reformed and that he was no. still, still, still trying to like run scams inside jail? Yeah, yeah. D makes a good point. Like I feel mm-hmm. like once you're a scammy type person, you're just always gonna be that way. You're always gonna yeah. be looking for the new thing. It's not it's not easy to go straight and like You can though. Work you, for the man. You can whatever. go straight. Like I've I've seen like countless like documentaries on Facebook of like people who used to be like, you know, like the art you know, like the art scams where like they would like copy like Picasso and sell it, but like what, it was them NFTs? painting it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, and then, and then eventually they go to jail, they reform, and then when they get out of the jail, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, you know, that was my old life. I, you know, type thing. So like the reform but is if possible. It's easy money, and if it's easy access to things afterwards, like you could fall right back into that again. You absolutely like can, but the mm-hmm. point of prison is is to reform you, is to teach you exactly. that there are alternatives that can you know and the only reason why he wanted to do that is because he owed 25 million dollars uh, yeah and, and then and yeah. he was sentenced to 25 years which is the, the maximum. maximum that they've ever had for fraud so he and made history every that million way that he would pay back he would get one year taken off his sentence i remember that yeah mm-hmm. so yeah she didn't mention that part she didn't mention that either but no. yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of loo that you can't fit into an hour i suppose yeah, yeah. and especially for like for Even the masses us, we're already really at an hour <laughs> It's just, you know. The point is, I think she did a pretty good job. I think she did. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Considered. 
Um, and considering she knew nothing and was like starting from zero and like ended up, you know, yeah, ha- covering everything. I think she did a pretty good job. Yeah, but, like, like again, yeah, like, I agree. Certain little semantic stuff, but which to the normal human being is not. It's not important. It's not important. Like, like for mm-hmm. many men, people like us, we're like, how could you leave out this? I know. Mm-hmm. I know. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, I feel like one day when when the borders are opened and there's no PCR tests and stuff like that, I would like to do a road trip to Lou's grave, and I know exactly where it is. Okay, where is it? Um, like that. I don't know. I was like, should I tell you guys? Like, who cares? Is it, is it secret? Is well, it... I mean, I don't know. Like, if people are gonna desecrate it, anyways. Don't worry. I found it. People who listen to this podcast are gonna go <laughs> desecrate Lou's grave. I don't know. So. I don't know. Anyways, we can go on a little road trip. Do people so care that much about that? I care. You I know care. what? We could just put a little sign that says "Listen to Boy Band Break." Oh, oh my god, we could. Oh, that would be the ultimate revenge. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Anyways, uh, I tried to. Yeah, yeah, like it's in America, it's not here. Um, anyways, I also tried to find some of his valuables on eBay and they didn't, wasn't able to find anything. Well, it's for been the same quite some time since he's passed, so has been quite some time. So, and he was also in jail for a period of time before that. Also, true, also true. Okay, guys, um, what do you think? Is there any other last minute things we need to say? We thought it was good. We thought it was great. Thank you, Kendall. Thank you. That's great for like drawing more people into this boy band, Lou Pearlman world. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's definitely. Hopefully, uh, Lance, if there is more information, will come out with like a part part two two of this or whatever. Lance is like a hustler. So, you know, Mm -hmm. he has twins. So he's going to, you know. Although I literally just read and like sent it to you guys before we started recording that he's starting. They're starting to write the movie about uh, the oh, girls. Oh, about the girls, the Winnebago girls. Yeah, cute. Oh, so, nice. Um, that's Mer- Meredith fun. and Winter. Mm-hmm. I can't wow, wait nice. for that. That'd and that's good. supposed to be like a musical too, isn't it? Because wasn't the girl from? Uh, I didn't. I, I don't know. I quickly just skimmed the article, at, but it's starting to be written. So then it will that's go awesome. into production after that. So that's like pretty cool. Awesome. That's fun. Um, we'll so, do an episode on that one day. Oh, for sure. Lance is a hustler. If yeah. there's a, if there's a second part to be made, he will get it done. Yeah. And twins or no twins. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, if there's anything else about Lou that you guys want to hear, uh, let us know. Leave us a comment. And Definitely we... go check out some of our other Lou episodes. Yeah. We're yeah. Have all that here. So. Yeah. Thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.